from the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs. This is the Locked On Chiefs podcast. Welcome back, Chiefs Kingdom. This is Locked On Chiefs, part of the Locked On network that you have come to know uh, from a different number of aspects. Um, and we are somebody, if you're new to us, if you happen to be on the YouTube channel, you may not know us, but we've covered this team in podcast form for the last six years and going on 10 each of us. I'm Ryan Tracy, the founder of Rogue Analytics, and I'm happy that you're here. Chris, my co-host right here, we're going to get into this show. He'll tell you about himself because you want all the perspectives that you can get, and this is the show where you can get them. We're going to talk about the Chiefs' top 50 entries from Pro Football Focus as well as a couple of spotlights of where these players might be going. Welcome. Every time I'm rocking out to that intro. I know, right? It's great. <laughs> it has been quite a day. I, you know, it's, it's just been, I've been, I've got family in town, uh, been doing stuff with them. So uh, I really appreciate you guys listening. Thank you very much. Chris Clark, like Ryan said, I've been covering the team for almost 10 years too. Uh, we've been doing this podcast for God, five years. <laughs> And we did a podcast for a year before that. So we've been podcasting for six years. Ryan's been YouTubing for about four. We're new to YouTube, but thank you. We are now over 500 subscribers. So if you haven't subscribed already, go find us on YouTube. Please help us get to that magic number of 1,000. Yeah, it's always a goal. And for all of you old hands listening on the podcast platforms, you know that it kind of spreads around. We've got some new ones. You can get us on Odyssey and you can get us on Amazon as always. But a lot of folks join the podcast every year and don't necessarily know how long we've been doing this. And that's why our perspective is really about the longer version of this team. The longer game. Yeah, and that's what it comes down to. We're brought to you by Rock Auto today. They have reliably prices. They're always the lowest. And they have an amazing selection. You can check out everything you need. We'll tell you more about them, but check out rockauto.com. For us, it's it's about evolution from uh, you know the bottom of the barrel uh, in the the Haley Pioli days to where they are now. Why do you got to remind me about them? Well, because they exist, and I can't I can't get out of it. So you can't get out of it. That's just okay, fine. Be that way. <laughs> Such a downer. <laughs> but the nice thing is, is where we are today. Uh, PFF has this list that they put out: the top fifty players in the league every year. And you can argue about the way PFF grades. You can you can take exception to that. That's fine. Um, one thing they do very, very well is, is track the data that matters in the game. Their evaluations are their own, just as, as every analyst are. But one thing that I find interesting is they don't make a distinction about what the, the primary uh, positions are. You know, there are always those top four, and a lot of those get all, all the heat. But there's a linebacker in the top ten in this list. Um, there's a running back in the top ten in this list. And so there's a lot of conversations to be had. And it's kind of deceptive because it's a top 50. The Chiefs have four entries. All of them are in the top 20, and I find that significant for a season where they're looking to get back to their third Super Bowl. I do too, but I would almost say that they probably have a guy that got screwed and should be number five on this list. <laughs> One number 32? Yep. <laughs> and that's fine. You know, this That's another argument to be made about the downplay of safety play uh, in this particular group, but PFF is everywhere these days. You see them on broadcasts. They're not just... The, you know, the analytics nerds out on their own. We all contribute and have takes off of them. And so I want to start with, yes, Tyron. Should Tyron be on this list? Is this like the biggest snub out there? I think it's a big snub. I don't know if it's the biggest snub out there. I'd have to go back and really analyze the list. But as far as the Chiefs are concerned, by far, it's the, it's the biggest snub. Uh, I do, I do believe he should be on this list. I think he's a top 50 player. In this league, and I understand it's based on their grading system. So there's part of it is that, 
Uh, but anything that doesn't put him as a top 50 player in the, in the NFL, I think is a little ridiculous. The Chiefs just ask him to do so much. Uh, it's really hard, especially when you're talking about safety play. You have to watch all 22 to get an idea as to what they're doing and how they're supposed to be doing it. And even then, you really don't know their assignments. So good luck grading that kind of thing. Yeah, it is difficult. And quite frankly, it's it's difficult to grade the intangibles, the little things that don't show up on a stat sheet that aren't a tangible result of a given play. And that's what Tyron does in terms of aligning the secondary. Quite frankly, aligning the linebacker level as well because he creeps down enough that he plays inside the box enough to affect that alignment. And I'm it, glad you brought that up because that was about where I was going to go is he sits there and he gets everybody in the position that they should be in. Him and Hitchens are really the guys that drive the defense in that regard. Yeah, absolutely. And I I wonder if we're not going to see the evolution continue where um, very interesting. Who wears the green dot? Right now it's Anthony Hitchens. When Hitch is not on this roster, which we can see that day coming, I wonder if it doesn't shift to the safety. Could Tyron Matthew be the guy that is calling the defense after this? He could be, but I doubt it. I, I bet they give it to Dick Bolton personally. I think that that's what they drafted him for is to basically become in, come in and be that guy. Uh, and I know that you have the, a, a thing that he could be a little undersized, and I'm not disagreeing with that, but I just think that that's probably where they're going to be looking. That's, that's fair, and this isn't a slight against Nick Bolton. Um, you know, Nate Tyson and I talked about this a few months ago about like where the evolution of the league is going. And one thing that he always brought up is that you saw safety play go away for a while yep. and become one of those forgotten positions. And now it's coming back. It's coming back to the point where the Chiefs are one of the teams that are placing the emphasis on the talent at safety rather than at corner. And we've seen them muddle through at the corner position. I, I just wonder if that's part of the, the longer term evolution of the league. And the Chiefs might be again on the forefront of that change. I think that's important. Definitely could be, and I wouldn't be surprised if that's really going to be the thing that this goes down to, because if you think about it, corners are great and corners are important. I'm not saying they're not, but when you start looking at the back end of the defense, the safeties are the last line of defense, and if they know where they're supposed to be, they can back up the corners and they can help the corners in any way possible. So I do think that that's really going to be an evolution in this league. Yeah, I do too. I'll be interested to see just when it happens. Um, And, you know, I'm not going to make bets on that, but we're going to talk about the Chiefs (laughs) entries in the top 50. Coming up next, in the meantime, you can bet on strange things, prop bets, all kinds of stuff. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. It doesn't matter whether it's baseball, basketball, UFC, MMA action. Like It doesn't matter. It's all there. And before the next pitch gets thrown, head over to BetOnline.ag with your laptop or mobile device and check out all the sporting news, the odds, and all the bonuses that they give you at that website. You can get there right now today and get a 50% bonus match on your deposit if you use the promo code Locked On. That's betonline.ag, your sportsbook experts. Use Locked On to get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. Now, the first entry, and I want to go backwards if you don't mind. I think we know who's going to be at the top of this list for the Kansas City Chiefs, <laughs> even with PFF calling these, these numbers. You think, but at the same time, honestly, it's a little surprising to me in a, in a way. Yeah. Okay, yep. uh, that's fair. We'll get there when we get there. I want to start at the bottom for the Chiefs. And the nice thing again, yes, I want to be a pain in the rear. You, um, well, no, you want to start with the defense. That's really what it comes down to. So Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> the Chiefs have four people on the list, and you want to start with the one defender that they have. Well, I, you know, it's a guy I, that's going through. Right now, I mean, after six years of doing this, I, I already knew where you're going to go. So it's okay. I mean, you do what you do. 
<laughs> at least we can't talk about the running game and, and fullbacks, so go ahead. Right, there'll be no fullback. I don't think there's one on this list. There are running backs, but we'll argue about that later. Um, but this guy is going through probably the biggest transformation on this roster, I think, right now, moving from tackle yeah. out to end. And Chris Jones makes it at 19. I think that's probably a good spot for him. It's arguable um, with the guy who was the number one overall and Aaron Donald leading his position group on the interior. It's very interesting for me to see, can Chris Jones transition from elite at the tackle spot as I would rank it number two? I don't know if PFF agrees. Don't really care. But what does it become at end? And we know that he's going to play a significant amount of snaps out there. I think this is a good launching point for him to get somebody on the defense on this list. Well, I do think it's going to be very intriguing to watch the entire season and see how it plays out because you're absolutely right. He is absolutely one of the best defensive tackles in the NFL. And now they're going to move into defensive end where it takes a different skill set and it takes a different ability. And we've already seen in minicamp and in OTAs, he slimmed up a little bit. So that's going to help the transition to deep defensive end. But he's going to still have to use a lot more speed than he really has been using on the interior uh, going up against tackles and whatnot. So that's going to be interesting to watch. I really, I'm glad they're moving into defensive end. I think that they need to because they have Jerron Reed. They can actually get some pass rush outside of Chris Jones in the interior. Sean Warden has shown up. He can help there as well. Uh, so I think that they have defensive tackles that can rush the passer, and that will help. But putting him at defensive end where you're already short, especially with the question marks with Frank Clark, is going to be very important to see how he can react, how he can attack on defense because they're going to absolutely need him to step forward. Yeah. And that transition is going to be telling about what happens for him on this list next year. Because right now they have two edges ahead of him in TJ Watt and Cleo Mack. Yeah. And and really the other question I have is, you know, you sit here and you look at this for, from Chris Jones's perspective, the whole reason he wants to go outside is he wants the money. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not going to say it's all about money, but that's where the glory is, is as an outside pass rusher. It's not, on the interior. Don't get me wrong. There's fantastic defensive tackles like Chris Jones. And this is high praise, but I think Chris Jones has the ability to be a hall of fame defensive tackle eventually. Yeah. I think he's, I think he has proven he has that ability because he is the elite of the elite of the elite. But can he do it at defensive end? If he can do it at defensive end, that'll really help his case. And honestly, it's also going to help his contract in the future because then he's playing defensive end more. He's playing defensive tackle and they're getting paid more. Right. Right. I mean, and that's the way that it comes down. The most elite defensive tackles do not make the money that the edges make, and that's just the way that it goes. Unless you're you're Donald. Right. I mean, and even then, I mean, he's going to get leapfrogged very quickly by the T.J. Watt contract that is coming. So, like, it's not going to exist for long. You know, I I have no problem with where they placed him. The guy that they placed right ahead of him at number 18 on PFF's list is Tyree Hill. Now, When you take a look, and I do consider him a top three wide receiver in this group, the two that PFF has ahead of him is Devontae Adams and New Hopkins. Do you agree with where he's at just in terms of the wide receiver hierarchy? I think it's really hard to argue against Hopkins and and Adams being above Tyreek Hill. Um, I think that they all have different skill sets. Uh, And the real question is, I think Hopkins is probably – wide receiver one, in my opinion, if, well, I don't know between him and Michael Thomas, it's going to be very telling this year to watch Michael Thomas without Drew Brees and using Jameis Winston or uh, Sean Hill in new Orleans to see how that plays out, to see, you know, where that really falls. 
but Hopkins to me has always been a guy that without really quarterback talent around him has always brought his quarterbacks up. So I think that there's a lot to say about that. And then you look at, uh, you know, the other receiver, Devontae Adams, who generally speaking has always played with Aaron Rodgers and he's always done very well because of Aaron Rodgers. I'm not saying he's not a fantastic wide receiver. I think he is. I just don't know if he's going to do as well if they go to, you know, Jordan Love. Yeah, and, and that's fair. I mean, I have Hop ahead of him on my list as well. Yep. Um, it, I can see the argument. I still have a fully healthy Julio Jones ahead of him, quite frankly. Now, that's, that's a fair beast. That. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know that Julio Jones, if he can be healthy for an entire season, then I'll give him that. Yeah. He's a fantastic, he is a beast, he is a complete game changer, uh, but he's got to be healthy and he's got to be able to show out. And honestly, in Tennessee, he may be able to do that. Yeah, he may be. Um, I have no problem with AJ Brown. Good grief. Yeah, right. Oh, it's a nightmare. I have no problem with with having um, Devontae Adams ahead of him. Uh, My only thing with Devontae is, again, he's playing with Aaron Rodgers, so that kind of tweaks it a little bit. But you could say Tyreek's playing with Mahomes. So (laughs) there you go. I was about to say, come on. Be fair about it. I mean, Tyreek's playing with Mahomes, so... Yeah, my big thing is that Devontae Adams is more consistent. He's more productive overall um, because of the other talent on the roster, whereas I don't feel he has the, the same big play ability as Tyreek Hill. So I, I can understand the arguments in reverse. And I could agree with that, but I would also argue that you also have a little bit of a situation where you have to wonder, you know, Devontae Adams doesn't have an elite talent around him other than Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Jones is very good. I would call him close to elite. I wouldn't call him elite. Uh, but the other wide receivers around Devontae Adams aren't anywhere near elite. The tight end group around Devontae Adams isn't anywhere near elite. Yeah. Tyree Kill has Travis Kelsey. So you have to wonder how much does that change things as well because Kelsey helps Hill and Hill helps Kelsey. So I, I do think that there's you know a little bit to ask in the question mark there. Yeah, I feel exactly the same way, especially when they have uh, Adams at five. I think that's that's pretty significant. The my only real problem with this, um, they do have uh, Hopkins as two right ahead of Tyreek at seventeen. The only problem that I have is that uh, they have both Jalen Ramsey and Jair Alexander ahead of Tyreek Hill, two guys that Hill has pretty much been able to <clears throat> make his yardage and plays on. I'm yeah. not going to say own because they've each had some plays on him as well. That's true, but I would say performance-wise versus stopping Tyreek Hill. That hasn't happened in either of those players. So I do have a little bit of a qualm with both of them being above Tyreek. But again, this all goes back to their grading scale. That's how all this is being done. So it's not really who are the 50 best players. It's who are the 50 best players based on our grades. Yeah. So you have to take that into account. And just because Tyreek Hill's had, you know, their number at times doesn't really mean anything. So uh, he doesn't play in all all 16 games. So... It's it's challenge. And the the last two guys on this, we're going to get to them coming up next. But uh, there's not just their individual performances that I think play into this. There's an argument to be made for these two guys as a pair. So we're going to talk about Bill Bar for a moment. The best tasting protein bar ever. And I do say ever because it is phenomenal. You need to go try it. They have nine delicious flavors. Uh, when you talk to a Bill Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their faves. If you don't know the Bill Bar flavors, you're missing out. They have coconut coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel. So there's something for everyone. My flavor is the chocolate, sorry, the coconut chocolate chunk. Or the cho- Sorry, coconut brownie chunk, I, I believe <laughs> what it is. I apologize. 
Uh, I haven't had it for a couple of, of weeks because, yeah, it's the one that Ryan's showing right now. Uh, <laughs> if you haven't tried them all, go get a mix box where you get two of each of the nine flavors. Uh, they're delicious. They just very easy to chew, very soft, and they're fantastic. Most of the flavors have 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, four grams of sugar, and four grams of net carbs. Some of the flavors have 18 grams of protein, 180 calories, five grams of sugar, and five grams of net carbs. Nine amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Go order them today. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. And when you have to go pick those up in the mailbox or whatever it is, you might have to drive over there, and it helps to have your car running. One place that you need to check out is Rock Auto. They were also presenting sponsor today. And it's difficult these days to get everything you need from a store. It's a whole lot easier. Go online and go to rockauto.com and find everything you need because all these makes and models make it difficult for brick and mortar stores to actually hold all the parts that you need. It makes your life simpler. So save time and money by going to rockauto.com. Don't spend 50 or even 100% more on the same parts that you have to go hunt from store to store to store. Use this family business that's been doing this for 20 years. The prices are reliably low every time for every customer. And they have everything you need of all your makes and models, including my truck that's now, can't believe it, getting 10 years old. But go explore the website and you'll be able to find. I know, right? Hey, you keep pushing it. Diesels last forever. <laughs> it, it is what it is. Um, but if go you check need it back out. in Colorado. You do. There's no way around it. Um, but everything that I need is at Rock Auto. So go to rockauto.com right now. And see all the parts for your car or truck and make sure that you write locked on inside that little box. that says, how did you hear about us? That always helps us out and lets them know that we're doing our part in this sponsorship. We appreciate your time and checking that out. They have amazing selection, reliably low prices and every part you're ever going to need. Check out rockauto.com. And parts are what goes into an offense. And these last two guys that made PFF's top 50 calling them a part, either of them is a little bit of a stretch because yeah. they are a and B like, one and two in terms of the parts that you need. They're kind of like, I put it like the crowning pieces of this offense. And again, the Chiefs have a lot of offense on this list. And when you take a look at the totals, like we were talking about before with Tyreek Hill, a couple of wide receivers ahead of him. Um, one, Devontae Adams going into the top five. Well, the Chiefs have two guys in the top three. And number three is Travis Kelsey. And I think it's significant, not just based on the fact that um Kittle is a guy that should be pushing him, and he didn't have a full season last year. That that doesn't play into this. It is about how well you play when you're out there, and clearly, Travis Kelsey is the best tight end in this league. I think he has a chance to go in the Hall of Fame if he continues to be able to be available. That's the key for Travis. Yeah, and honestly, I mean, you're sitting here looking at a situation where he is the best tight end in the league. He had the best season of a tight end ever in the NFL. And I think that if he has one or two more seasons anywhere like anywhere close to this, he's definitely a lock for the Hall of Fame. I'm not so sure he won't eventually get in if he retired tomorrow. Yeah. And I'm not trying to say he's going to. I'm just saying I think he's already close to being a lock for the Hall of Fame eventually. Uh, so you look at it and you say, okay, he had one of the best seasons that a tight end's ever had in the NFL. And he is the number three person on PFF's list. And we're going to talk about number two in a minute, but Aaron Donald is the number one player in the NFL, according to PFF, and I get it. He's a fantastic player. He's a monster. Uh, but to have two players in the top three on your team, that is why you were chasing the Super Bowl every single year. As long as those guys are healthy and as long as they're playing together, they're going to be right back in contention again this year. You're absolutely right. I mean, and there's, let's see, 
The Packers have a couple of guys in the top 10 in Adams and Aaron Rodgers at 10. They also have Jair Alexander at 14. They're the only other team that I see in the top 20 that has multiple players. That's significant. The Chiefs have four. They have three. That tells you something. Like I don't that's know. Assuming if, Aaron Rodgers is back. That's true. That's true. If he is, I think you can you can see them going a long way in the playoffs again. If not, I think that that single change alone probably bucks the pack out of contention yep. and whoever gets him into contention. But nobody's and, able to deal with Travis Kelsey on his own because he's that good. That's true. And, and really quick, I just want to say this because it was reported this weekend. We may know about the Aaron Rodgers situation in the next week because Aaron Rodgers can force it and opt out of the year and save all of his bonus money. But it has to be Ooh. done by July 2nd. Ooh. So we may know this week if Aaron Rodgers is going to play for the Packers this year or not. Well, I, I hope that we do know because I think the longer this goes on, the more likely it is he plays in Denver. And I think Fair that enough. changes the scope of what the Chiefs have to do. So let's hope that July 2nd is the magic day. Um, that said, he is not a guy that is the top quarterback on this list. Neither is Tom Brady. And I think that both those things are significant when you take a look at the way that I rank them as well. Patrick Mahomes is your number two overall with Travis and he both in the top three. The argument becomes, for me, is does Aaron Rodgers, I'm sorry, does Aaron Donald affect the game enough to really be placed above Patrick? And I, you're right, this is a numerical thing for the grades that PFF does, but I'm talking about head-to-head. Who affects the game more? It's really not much of a contest, in my opinion. Not at all. It's never going to be a contest between a defensive tackle and a quarterback. I love Aaron Donald. He is one of the best defensive tackles I've ever seen play. He is a monster. He is just phenomenal to watch. And if you want to go watch a defensive tackle destroy people on a regular basis, go watch him play. And, and Chris Jones does a fantastic job. Don't get me wrong. I love Chris Jones. Great, great player for the Chiefs. But Aaron Donald is is another level above. I mean, he's just a little bit above Chris Jones, in my opinion. Maybe a little bit more than just a little above. Uh, but he's on his own plane. Yeah. I mean, that's that's really what it comes down to. But he doesn't affect the game anywhere near as much as Patrick Mahomes does. So when you're Kansas City and you're looking at this list, I get why Aaron Donald's above it because you're looking at grades. But the quarterback is touching the ball every play. He's more likely to have negative grades, if you think about it, than a defensive tackle would. More plays. Yeah. More opportunity. I will right. say this. I think both these players are a tier of one in their respective positions. And I think overall, you can have the argument all you want. Um, Would you add Kelsey to that list? Oh, Travis Kelsey is a tier. Well, no, I mean, he is the number one in his position. I would say Kittle's on his tier, though. Okay. In, a, in a given year, performance-wise, I could see Kittle leapfrogging. They could battle back and forth. Honestly, I think the most healthy thing for both Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey is the presence of Kittle with a quarterback that might be nifty enough to get him the ball in more situations. Yep. And honestly, you know, if you want to know more about Travis Kelsey, go find clips of his tight end you stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm not kidding you. Like, I am very impressed. He is taking this extremely seriously. He is being the leader of the NFL at that position, and he is trying to teach young guys how to be better at their game. And and the knowledge he is possessing in, in his fire that's also, you know, something that he's always had that's just awesome. Well, and I think you're going to continue to see that. I don't think he'll ever say out loud, I want to be considered better than Tony Gonzalez. 
I think right. of all franchises in this league, to have a Hall of Fame rabbit out there for your career goals, I don't think anybody's in a better position than Travis Kelsey. You can talk about Dwight Clark and what George Kittle has to chase there. It's not the Hall of Fame career that Tony Gonzalez has. So that fire may feed itself, just having Tony's name always associated with you. Yeah. And honestly, I know Tony Gonzalez loves Travis Kelsey from everything you've heard. And Travis Kelsey seems to love Tony Gonzalez as well. Uh, but, you know, and honestly, I'm not so sure that Patrick Mahomes isn't going to extend Kelsey's career because I'm not going to say that I didn't see Kelsey ever being where he is right now. But I will tell you, six or seven years ago, when he was a lot younger in the league, you had to wonder whether or not he was going to have a long career just because he seemed to be the type of guy that was going to have more of a good time and not really be the guy that was going to step into the leadership role. And the way his game has changed and the way he has evolutionized at his position has been a lot of fun to watch. It has. And I can certainly understand people who had their concerns that first year when he was injured and you're going, what well, it wasn't even the first year for me. It was maybe the second year and yeah. just watching like he had, you could tell he was on a whole new level uh, that the chiefs had never had other than maybe Tony Gonzalez. But at the same time, he was doing dumb things. And <laughs> I mean, there's some memes out there that you can go and watch and he's not going to do those types of things anymore. And honestly, with Patrick Mahomes here, those two are best friends. I guarantee you those two are pushing each other. And I'm not so sure Patrick Mahomes isn't going to get Kelsey, you know, two or three more seasons than Kelsey would have been as productive just because he's going to make sure he's getting his body right. And Patrick's going to challenge him. Yeah, that's a fair point. I'll say this. Um, I hope that Travis does another reality show. I hope it's about his training regimen and tight end you and not about his dating habits any longer. So, um, yeah, don't put that back on TV. Um, but we want to know what you think about these rankings, where you feel the Chiefs landed, and if it's appropriate, if you have qualms with it, leave it down in the YouTube comments, leave it on the iTunes reviews, hit us at Locked On Chiefs. Uh, we are now verified for that account. And uh, luckily, I snuck in as well. Now all of us are Good verified. Good God. <laughs> I'll verify anybody. <laughs> I know. Ev- evidently, they're going to open it up. So Even those that can't spell, so congratulations. Spelling not required. <laughs> Obviously not. <laughs> but thank you all for listening to this. It's too bad that they can't give you an edit button since you're verified now. I know. Twitter, if you're listening, for the love of God. <laughs> I've been I'm asking done. since I started typing. Okay, we're not going on a rant today. Um, leave, <laughs> us, leave us your thoughts. YouTube comments in the iTunes reviews at Locked on Chiefs on Twitter. Thank you for your time and watching and listening today. And we'll talk to you next time. And go subscribe on YouTube, please. Thank you. Ryan Tracy is the founder of Rogue Analytics and the host of RGR Football on YouTube. Follow him there. Chris Clark is a senior analyst at ChiefsDigest.com where you can get his work. Rate and review at Apple Podcasts and subscribe on your preferred podcast platform. Thank you for listening.